0: I feel like I should name my podcast very confused and spiritual. <laughs> like has any, Has anyone gotten to a point where you just feel like you really don't know what to do? like not in the least bit like you know what to do but you don't know what to do so you're just kind of floating a bit like as if you're kind of missing the point or missing the lessons kind of escaping each other in some ways or maybe that's just my confusion talking but either ways like, even if I want to journal, I don't know what to journal. I do not know. I I feel confused. Like, that's literally the only word I can use to describe it. Confused. It feels like I am going through a quarter-life crisis, trying to, trying to decide and learn what health they love, how they love feels like or is like, you know. Um I'm trying to um deconstruction that's what I'm doing. What is my belief my beliefs what do I believe irrespective of what I was taught or what I learned growing up. And you you have to come to that to a point in your life when you actually have to think do I what do I believe in? Like legit, what do you believe in? That's that's one of the hardest things that you're going to have to deconstruct. And then cognitive dissonance when your your belief doesn't your beliefs don't match up. Now <laughs> we go we go online and then we're constantly being pumped full of beliefs and statements and just hey here's your daily dose of more of my belief that might not really res- resonate with, with yours and it will just leave you feeling confused. Like going for start your spiritual journey, you barely even know the difference between Hinduism and Buddhism because it just all feels like one and the same. They've just been jam-packed and fed to new people, to, to new people walking their own spiritual paths path. that's this the way to go know pick and choose whichever one that's and then that kind of leaves open space and or, or, and or leave room for for cultural appropriation or for spiritual appropriation in some ways like if you don't know what buddhism is then you can't say you are a buddhist just because you want to claim the term just how if you are not into hinduism into hindu Uh, wait is that right if you are not into hinduism i think that's it like you can't call yourself a hindu you can't just because you meditate doesn't mean you're a buddhist just because you say mantras and you use beads malas is that what they're called does not make you a buddhist just because you shaved your head and then you meditate twenty four seven, you know, morning, afternoon, and night, it does not make you a monk. So you have to discover your own belief yourself. What path do I choose to follow? Do I choose? Do I want or, or wish, want or wish to walk down on? And there are so many out there. We have Sufism, for instance. I feel like one of these days I'm going to make a podcast to just to kind of explain a lot of like these religious or spiritual beliefs that we hear that we hear about, but we don't really know what they are or what they mean. Like, <laughs> when I was reading about Sufism, I was like, yeah, but what? How how did I never hear about you? How did I never really research? Like those are words and names that pop up every once in a while, but we don't we don't truly know who or what they are and what the practice. You know, um, there's another one that starts with it with S, but I can't remember the name. But like after doing my research on the religion. I, I, I i was just so mind blown because it's like a lot almost, a lot of these religions are based on either uniting yourself with divinity or with god or like following a path of love you know i say uni a lot and i'm starting to annoy myself but yeah anyway it's like when you about outside the some of the warped beliefs in like these religious practices and stuff once you truly look at the core look at the the originating message like that one true message underlying the line message behind the practice and then you choose if you want to follow that like in sufism, for instance um is it sufism? is that the religion I, I think is that the one that wears um the turbans oh i feel i feel they are but i really can't remember i keep mixing it up with this other one and anyway i'm just so confused but yeah it's like they in isn't sufism anyway this this practice is like a combination of hinduism and islam um the dude the originating guy he he got he he wandered into like the forest for a couple of for like three days and then when he came back out he was a changed the man it, d- during the time period um during the time period it was in India and like there was no division between the hindus or the muslims they all just practiced their religions, and sometimes you would even see like some hindus you know um also practicing islam also like doing their prayers and doing their some of the islamic practices just like how you see, like some some islamic brothers doing some hindu practices then they just they mainly just recognized their spirituality and their religious beliefs and practices as something to get closer to god they didn't really see it as a division or anything like that and then the guy came out of the forest after the third day and then he he said there is no islam there is no there is no hindu and I guess a lot of scholars have kind of taken that to mean to mean that he said there is no difference between them; they are one and the same practice. Maybe not one and the same, but like they are one and the same practices because I see the underlying factor between the both of them, and that's just it. It's like are your practices and your beliefs, your faith, is it your faith because it's your faith, or because you were taught to follow that line of faith like i grew up in a christian household my mom is christian she's like a devout christian but i am not a christian anymore like i cannot go i go to church to kind of appease her in some ways kind of pacify her but we've had the conversation that if i don't want to go i won't go and I still have religious current. Like I, <laughs> I can barely even talk about like the Bible or Jesus Christ without feeling slightly triggered. Because when you use when you spend a lot of your current the greater parts. Of your current life, when you spend that believing in heaven and hell, and how you be punished for just being yourself, and how being yourself is a sin, how you are a bad person. When, you, like, from when yeah you're, you're so young, you're constantly being fed with that belief that if you try to be yourself, you will be punished. Being yourself is something that you should that you should reject, that you should be ashamed of because it's a sin. You know. No, do not do not do this. You shall burn, you shall suffer for eternity just for expressing yourself, just for doing the things that you want to do, that you love to do. <laughs> that you are passionate about. Like imagine us being able to express true divine love. Because you are scared of burning in hell. Just because you love the same sex. Or just because you told a little white lie to protect someone's feelings. So it's it's all just a little ridiculous if I'm being honest. And I think to detect a good religious or spiritual belief you have to really wonder what it's about like does it in any way even slightly so promote hatred and judgments and dissatisfaction and and self-hatred or self-rejection because what uh, what we're aiming for our main goal our goal our ultimate goal is self-realization but how can you realize yourself and how can you discover and accept yourself if you just if you reject the concept of yourself if you reject a part of your personality because you have been fed that that part of you is just absolutely evil and should be purged like back in the days when you say that you you were like gay or a lesbian they took you to. They'll take you to the psychiatric hospital, and then they'll use like those damn machine things to kind of try to correct your brain. Just zap you till you are corrected. Like who? Who the hell thought about? Who the hell came up with that? How can you? It's just human. Human being. Humans. We have to come. We have to accept that humans can just be genuinely wicked and just wrong and sick and i i truly wish to understand the mindset or just how it's possible for you to not feel a sense of guilt not even remotely so, like how some serial killers would allegedly feel like they've done something good like they would not even feel bad, not not in the slightest bit I want to understand that, I want to understand, I want to understand um, psychopaths and sociopaths and their brainwaves and their thinking patterns, I want to know how that works because, um, I as a human right now, I I do not see myself capable of like <laughs> of some of the dark things or the dark activities. I said dark activities by I me mean like murder. If I am motivated enough, can I actually be pushed to do it? can anybody be pushed to do it are are, are we so fragile is our mind <laughs> so fragile as to easily be convinced to do something as massive and grand scale as that like that's something so life changing but like <sighs> I'm so tired and I'm so sleepy so, it's either I'm um, actually, you know, really exhausted and I need sleep or it's just <laughs> the after effect of the weed that is sucking out all my energy. Anyway, I, I can barely remember what I've talked to <laughs> talked about through this podcast, but i shall probably have to re-listen or listen again or listen to some parts so to, uh, to come up with a title for this podcast um yeah anyway so that was me i am zara your host and all other blah 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 things I don't know I feel like now recently when I make podcasts I have this air of I am different than I am and I am more important than I am I think when things start going really good for some people they tend to change a bit by making themselves more or bigger, more important, you know, bigger or greater than they actually are and the other day I wrote in my journal, you know, I, I was right I I was writing about how um some for self actualization to occur for you know what some people call enlightenment or kundalini awakening or you know awakening expansion expansion what what some people call that it, it takes years of practice you know it takes years some people use their entire lifetimes to learn the lessons and to heal and to be fully aware, we're talking about monks, like Buddhists, yogis, sadhus, gurus, sages, mystics, they take years, they use years to practice and here I am thinking that a year or two of practice uh, because I have been constantly almost high, or like I'm into psychedelics, or, <laughs> or I have like some aspect of self awareness or consciousness that I am suddenly better than I am, than I actually am, I am suddenly greater than I actually am, I am more knowledgeable than I am because I know a lot of things now because I kind of learned or gained too much knowledge way too fast so now I am having to relearn what I believe in especially in the aspect of love I I had such high standards and now I am starting to As yeah now I'm starting to realize that I think it's not really about me having high standards it's me about having specific standards can I be with someone that is not self-aware that is not consciously and actively working towards self-actualization or just to become like a better person all around can I be with someone that is so into their ego that they cannot recognize that they cannot recognize their flaws or their shadow like yeah sometimes that happens to me too when i receive um some negative feedback and i'm like nah i don't think i do that Nah. But at the same time, like that's what the ego does. It's, it makes you deny the aspect of yourself and then you begin to project it on others instead. Anyway, I don't really know what I was talking about there. So standards of love. I need to be able to feel seen. I need to have conversations that are intimate and I do not feel embarrassed afterwards. I need to see the person consciously putting in efforts. Like it's not just a give and take. I need give and take. I am not accepting the bare minimum anymore. When you are constantly trying to put yourself out there and show love and then person drops like little snippets of words and are yeah, all gushing and stuff <laughs> none of that so yeah right now I think even though I technically have someone I'm talking to right I'm still I'm still a little skeptic on the whole, on the whole thing. Because I, I don't feel, I don't feel like there is that level of connection. Maybe not quite yet or not, not never, not ever, I don't know. I just feel like everything still feels a little... A little forced, a little shielded, like there's still that screen over over our faces, like that mask. There's this video I saw on YouTube, um, on this person's page. I need to check her page. Uh, I don't know if my phone got locked. Sorry about that. Let me check. Let me check. I I, I just discovered her videos and I just viewn, v e w n, so there is this particular video that i saw that is called um catscape and i would advise everybody (laughs) to watch it catscape V O N V E W N on youtube so basically what what i got from the video or and from like someone somewhere of it in the comment section is that here is this girl this lady this woman that has like the facade of the devil of someone that doesn't really feel much of someone that pushes others away and but then she decides to to um open a dating site account and then she meets someone then she goes to confess to the priest okay sorry spoiler alert um i was still advise you to watch it anyway but i need to like talk about it. so but yeah so she goes to meet her priest and then she's like i met someone new today and we know that the person is a priest because it's kind of this this set, the settings the animation you know um it makes it seem like there's like that um priest net shield thing and you can see like the shape or the outline of someone else on the other side and she's they're both sitting so it kind of seems like a confession so she's probably like yeah and then she says i met someone new this week or something like that so it seems like she's confessing that oh i am not the devil that i thought i was i am (laughs) <laughs> I am becoming soft and becoming softer and then um, she goes on the dates with this person but because she's in her costume and he's putting on a mask they're not able to really see each other and so the day just kind of looks boring uh, and there's like this crack cracky crackling noise at the back to so just show that everything is distorted and it doesn't feel right. So blah blah blah. She does. I I think then she then she experiences her inner demon. She does like this cer this occult ceremony, and then she summons she summons that inner demon. And the next day, we see that she has battle scars. There's a bandage covering her eye and on on her cheeks, and it seems like. She really fought a good war. And then they showed that in this scene, sorry about the noise at the back, then they showed that in this scene she's with the same guy that she went on a date with from um, earlier. But like this time, she decides to take off her costume to show and reveal her real face. And then she looks at the guy that she went on a date with and she removes, she takes off his mask too. Then the next scene, they show both of them on the bed as kind of like an act of intimacy. Like they both took off their mask and now they can see each other. Something like that. (laughs) And I I, I think that's like an idea that I have not an idea that I have I don't really have like an idea a specific idea of how love is supposed to be but I just feel like you should be able and willing to take off your mask yeah and in this case I am trying my hardest to take off my mask both and I'm trying my hardest to be Authentic and to actually put myself out there and say, hey, here is how I feel, and here are the thoughts in my head. And I'm telling you this because I kind of want to trust you and bring you into my inner landscape. And it just feels like I'm getting like half or quarter of the effort back. It's not enough to just talk about what happened in your day, but what about your mental landscape? Your inner workings? Not shallow conversations and basic communication. Anyway, yeah, that's just, I guess, my idea of love. I keep comparing it to this, this dream I once had. it feels more like remembering a past life like okay in the dream well it was not a dream I was doing I was doing a past life meditation regression regression meditation kind of thing and then it felt like I had a flashback but it didn't feel like a flashback or like a memory or an imagination like you can tell the difference between when you're imagining something or like visualizing something and when you're just literally see like the image and pops of memories and stuff in your head like remembrance but m- more vivid like vividly seeing it and I was in this red dress I was dancing like this man guy I can't really tell what age in a, a in a tusk in a suit tusk? I think was a tusk more like is a tusk not a part of a suit? anyway you get what I've tried to say and we're dancing but it felt like and I looked at this person and I felt like, I felt this overwhelming sense of love. Like, when you look at someone and then you feel like that deep ache to show this, to show this person love. Like, I want to show you love. But you also know that there's no way for you to express how deep and endless and infinite that love actually is. Like there is no human quality, no human activity that can express that deepness, that ache to kind of like meld and become one with someone. And then, I came back to, and I still felt like the person that was dancing, like, I felt, when I was remembering, I felt like the person that was dancing, and I felt the emotions, and I felt the love, and then I came back to, and then I could still feel like, a snippet of my consciousness was still in that time and still remembering and experiencing and feeling. And here's another airplane. Um And yeah <laughs> that's it. So I, I got thinking right you obviously won't always feel this kind of love that's deep ache, that longing, like it, it's might not never be a 24-7, all the everyday kind of thing, but, but when you feel like that, even once, maybe once a week, <laughs> once every two weeks but when you feel like that with someone then you know that you've truly found true love in some ways except if the relationship is abusive then please get the fuck out it would not get better like that's a boundary that I refuse and I would never cross like if if whoever I'm with or I'm dating or I'm married to if the person ever raises a finger on me or even in an attempt to hit me or to make an attempt to hit me I I am walking away like straight up because you hear about too many stories of people that they would say oh he will change, he would change he will be better, he would be and then this happens second time and then you, you give the same excuse oh ok no this time is, is the last time, the third time is the trauma, I will definitely leave and then he does it again and then you still don't leave and then so the first time is enough to tell you what this person is capable of I just feel like domestic abuse stems from a lack of respect for the other person that you are with I could <laughs> I could go on and on I have so many things in my head talk about but this podcast in of itself is getting a little long and I'm trying to reduced my podcast size um yeah my podcast time size uh sizes was the right word but you guys get it you understand it so my podcast has actually it has it it has increased so much within the past couple of weeks days and honestly i am I am ecstatic and I am delighted that more people are tuning in now. I remember when I first started when I first started the podcast and I was thinking, oh my god, no one would ever want to listen to me. My voice sucks. Ah, this sucks. And I I suppose my earlier podcast might have sucked because of the audio quality or something, I don't know. But either way, I just, now I really don't give a, I really don't, give a shit anymore i was trying to avoid cussing I me mean, i was basically just restricting my my expression and that did not feel good so yeah if you are an old listener tuning back in thank you so much for being here i love you and i appreciate your presence for even like taking a little bit of your time out of your day to tune into this podcast just because you like the podcast even though i find it hard to imagine because you know imposter syndrome is a bitch and i feel like almost everybody deals with that either now or at some point at some point in their lives i think i don't think it's something that anybody can really escape even if you are the most confident person ever to be alive. It feels the most like a common almost like a common challenge. And if you are new here um hi and welcome my name is Zara Z A R A. You can follow me on Instagram at the high shaman or zara fashion that is zara dot f-a-s-a-n uh yeah so you can find me on spotify and then you can leave me a rating that'd be nice i'm trying to increase my spotify ratings so i can also kind of boost and shoot up in that aspect i really like that the rating system that they have now it kind of shows like how and what people are interested in yeah so if you haven't listened to my earlier podcast i would advise youtube maybe not i still kind of cringe at the sound of my voice sometimes especially my early videos earlier videos so uh anyway you can leave a comment on any of my social media accounts you can even just look up very high and spiritual on Instagram itself. On Facebook I have pages so you can really literally connect with me um anywhere in a lot of places even on YouTube but not now. I'm not actively advert advertising my YouTube yet quite yet. Like I have a YouTube currently running with some videos on it but i don't feel like the videos or the concepts that i'm trying to pull off or like the energy that i'm trying to bring in with with it with with this is quite like there and ready and pinpointed yet so yeah um the question of today or the question i'm also battling with is on desires what do you truly want what is your life about what do you want your story to be about i had this in in a video i was watching it was um gangaji that was talking gangaji c g a n G-A-J-I Ganga J and yeah she was talking about asking yourself the question of what's what is your life about, what do you want your life to be about and I really couldn't think of anything and so I'm still stuck on this particular question so let me know let me know, you can leave me a comment on Instagram or something or I think Spotify or encore has like that feature now. I don't know, I'm not really sure, but it ways, do or do not, either ways would be fine. Yeah, so expressive, expressive authenticity by Zara. Here we shall see next time. In and after the next podcast episode of on very high, of very high and spiritual, the don don.